Zara. Oh, is it me, or are we having more morning meetings than we used to? Yeah, Gwen, I love you, and I really love free coffee, but are you sure this couldn't have been, like, a long text? <sighs> or two normal-sized texts? What time is it? It is 7.03 a.m. Would you like more coffee? See? Simon woke up on the right side of the bed. Look at him. Sitting up straight. Eyes watching me. Unblinking. Simon, could, could you blink, please? Sure. There you go. Uh, thanks. I feel you, Simon. I don't even think I'm a real person until that first cup of java. I can't process coffee. Oh, make no mistake. Uh, this is going to cost me dearly in about half an hour, but some things are worth it. Am I right? This is so great. It's like I'm having everyone over for breakfast. You all get a sneak peek at the Joel Vickers morning routine. Here is where I stare at the New York Times crossword puzzle every morning until I get anxiety. There is where I take my nap after doing the first thing. Just doing some early training, guys. We promise it won't be super long. We're just waiting for everyone to show up. Is this not everyone? Who else is coming? Good morrow, merry co-workers. I have brought donuts. Max, I told you I already got bagels. I know, that's why I brought donuts. How dare you slander bagels in my shop? Yeah, I'm gonna have to side with Max here on this one. Gwen, bagels are best for a leisurely breakfast on one's own time. But when called upon earlier than usual, especially for work, nothing raises spirits better than a bright pink box of bad carbs and sugary goodness. Wow, that was some real vintage Gibson rambling there, Jeff. Thanks. He does come back from time to time. Oh my god, is that a cronut? Dibs on the Boston cream. Oh, help yourself, friends. I bought the lot. Ooh. Mm, this must be how Ron felt when Harry bought the whole candy trolley. Only it's better because I'm not Ron and we're not being written by J.K. Rowling. You're all gonna sugar crash and fall asleep on me in training, aren't you? How do you fall asleep during training? Also, if we're training, what is Max doing here? He's not on the team. Well, Max was helping in the shop yesterday. Oh my god, I know why we're here. And he made a lot of mistakes because he's not familiar with how we do things here. Wait, no, oh Jesus, no, Gwen, you wouldn't, Gwen, it's Saturday! And I just thought it might be a good idea if we all had a little refresher. Did you just lock the front door? We fought side by side in battle. How could you do this? Elliot, what's happening? Don't you get it, Gretch? This isn't a training session. Then what is it? Welcome to Underdog Comics Orientation. Ah! <laughs> nice. I know. I know, but it will be good for us. And we will teach Max that customer service doesn't involve using his powers to sell everything in the shop to one single customer. My argument stands. That would have worked and made us money. His card declined, Max. <sighs> if you're going to trick people, at least make sure they're rich first. Hmm, good note. I'll consider that the first lesson of the day. Only prey on the rich. Simon, buy everything in the shop. I don't have access to a bank account. Drat! Foiled again. <sighs> anyway, I just think we could all use a general... Refresher on store policy. This place is getting busier. And we should figure out what we want the Underdog Comics customer experience to be. Maybe even set some goals for ourselves. 
I think getting everyone on the same page is a great idea, Alan. Thanks, Joel. I mean, as long as it's nothing like your pitch for a Mighty Max Polly Pocket crossover back in Nostalgia Toys, with that <laughs> massive PowerPoint presentation, that thing took longer than a Catholic wedding. I think a part of me is still at that meeting. Okay, so what falls under the spectrum of massive for you? How many slides, Gwen? How many slides? Uh, I don't know, about 257? Uh, Jesus. 257 slides will take approximately 8.56 hours to present. Why would you quantify it? Strap in, folks. We're going to be here all day. Dueling Genre Productions presents Geek by Night, Episode 34, The Blind Spot. Written by Cassandra Fredrickson, Scott Corelli, and Nick Jimenez. You better have goggles on, I swear to God. I hope my reading glasses will be all right for just a quick little visit. Miss Swift, I I wasn't expecting. Sorry to drop in unannounced like this, but I had a few questions for you that I thought were best asked in person. Uh, Of course. Uh, No, of course. Absolutely. It's an honor. How can I help you, Miss Swift? Your department assisted with the development of the Supermax project, yes? We did. Initially, we were responsible for fine-tuning the sensor rigs on each of the cells, but my team and I finished in record time, so we were also assigned the bulk of the dampener design and testing. Dr. Medina was very pleased with results. I'm sure he was. And what's next? Does William have anything new and exciting in the pipeline for you all? Not at the moment. I heard a rumor about something big in the works, but it seems like only the three higher-ups know anything about it. Three higher-ups? Uh, yes... Wait, this isn't some sort of test, is it? Am I about to lose my job? (laughs) Of course not. William, David, and who is the third? On that particular project? Nathan Gershwin. (sighs) Thank you for all your hard work, Tamara. You know my name? Of course I do. I make it a point to know the names of everyone I work with. No. No! Ugh! Janet! Yes, dear? Shut up. Where's the sixth Liberty in the Seven book? I need it. We don't have the sixth one. Stop lying. I saw you reading it yesterday. Broody Dwarf was on the cover. Broody Dwarf's also on the cover of the third book, Madison. Apple of the Forgotten, where Liberty has to choose between Broody's hand in marriage or fulfilling the prophecy. I know what happens in the third book because I have already read the third book, Janet. I want to read the sixth book because it comes after the fifth book, which I just finished reading. We don't have the sixth book. We have one through five, and we have seven. I don't know why we're missing book six, probably on purpose to torture us, but I don't know who to ask about it other than the creepy robots watching our every move. Hey, creepy robots watching our every move, why don't we have the six Liberty in the Seven book? I do not know what you mean by that. 
You think Madison should just skip book six and move on to book seventh like I did instead of complaining about the lack of entertainment options in literal prison? Gotta say I agree. I'm not gonna just skip it, Janet. You want me to just tell you what happens? After she returns the magic dresser, Liberty gets married to- Shut up! Cosmo, help! Ladies, I'm trying to finish this puzzle. I did that puzzle last week. It's missing a piece. Inmates, you will de-escalate immediately or face disciplinary action. You're lucky the robots are here, Stokely. You're lucky your face is here, Powers. What does that mean? I don't know. Guys, Lorelai is leaving your cell. Who cares? Hey, neighbors. Want to see a trick? It's... Is she leaving? She's going in the kitchen. We're not supposed to go back there. Hey, why aren't you harassing Lorelai? Are you programmed to block out the 1%? I do not know what you mean by that. Well, that's just typical. She must have figured something out. Come on. Lorelai! Hey, Lorelai! Where are you going? Just popping into the kitchen for a juice box, big man. But how are you just walking around? Looks to me like I can do whatever I damn well please. But what about the robots? <sighs> These guys? What are they gonna do? She's throwing the juice box! Hit the deck! <laughs> hey, it didn't do anything. Did you turn them off? It's a wee bit more complicated than that. But wait, how did you... No, Cosmo, stop! Inmate punishment complete. This is what I get for being social. Well, thanks for that. You gaggle of galloping galoots. I'm in the middle of a bloody plan here. Care to share it with the rest of us? Basically, the robots don't give a shite about me bobbing around nilly-willy because they're only programmed to see people with powers and I don't have any. Wait, so you're like invisible to them? Not invisible exactly. I'm, I'm like that TV or that wee cart of books. The robots see them, they just won't trigger any alarms. Must be nice. It is nice, Maddie. And it'll be even nicer when I use that wee cap in the system to bust us out. I knew it. I knew you'd figure out a way to break out. See, guys, I told you. Yes. I'm going to get us out of here, but it'll only happen if we're all working together as a team. We'll have to be better, faster, smarter than any of us have ever been. Only Medina thinks we're a bunch of washouts without a chance. He says it's impossible to break out of here, but what say we prove him wrong, eh? Let's overachieve. Well, 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 this is a surprise. Charlotte Swift in the flesh. To what do I owe the pleasure? Hello, Nathan. Fancy a chat? Of course. Please, come in. It took me a little while to find you. The building schematics haven't been updated. I assume you're the one who relocated this place, considering it was in an entirely different wing a few months ago. Naturally. I've also had to redecorate. The previous tenant had terrible taste. According to the encrypted files, there were two of them, actually. Cute couple. Friends of yours? 
of my sister, so they would have bad taste. <laughs> Can I get you anything? A glass of wine, perhaps? Hmm. Well, that's odd. What is? See, usually the glass just appears. Well, considering I've been actively negating your power with mine since the moment I arrived, I suppose it only makes sense. Clever. I'll just have to do it the old-fashioned way, then. Chianti? I don't care for wine, and if I'm being completely honest, I care for you even less. Suit yourself. So tell me something, Charlie. Do you make it a habit of visiting people and then insulting them in their own home? Or is this just a special occasion? Only when the person I'm visiting is a psychopathic narcissist in love with the sound of his own voice. Oh, go on. Tell me how you really feel. I'm not here because I want to be, trust me. And why are you here exactly? I'm here because of William. I need to know what he's planning. Can you help me? Hmm. You know, I could. I do know what our Billy's been up to, mostly because I'm directly involved in it. The crux of the plan, even. The linchpin. So you'll fill me in, then? Uh-uh-uh. Not so fast. Why should I? What's in it for me? Aside from the stimulating conversation, of course. All right. Equivalent exchange. Information for information. Perfect. Ladies first. William brought you up the other day. Told me how useful you are, but he also mentioned that as soon as you stopped being useful, he would, oh, how did he put it, throw you in Supermax with the rest of them. Did he now? <laughs> I take it that little detail wasn't a part of your agreement? He did fail to mention that, yes. Not that I'm surprised, given what I know. Yeah, about that. Your turn. You know what, Charlie? Slight change of plans. I could just tell you what Billy's going to do, but I think you'd be much more interested in the things he's already done. I'm perfectly aware of what he's done. Are you sure about that? <laughs> You're just trying to screw with me. I'm not. Honest engine. Listen, I'll tell you a story about our little Billy, and you can tell me a story in return. Equivalent exchange. A story for a story. Saving you from Supermax isn't enough? Oh, I'm more than capable of saving myself. Besides, I really do think you'll be interested in what I have to say. Fine. What do you want to know? You mentioned your sister earlier. Tell me, what was it like growing up with the great Lorelai Swift? What happened between the two of you to make you speak about her with such vitriol? To make you betray her? Growing up with Lorelai was exactly what you'd expect. She was a prodigy, a genius, and no one would let me forget it, especially our parents. It was like I didn't even exist. If she was the spotlight, I was the patch of darkness immediately behind it. A blind spot. Because of her, their expectations were sky-high, and I always felt like I wasn't good enough. When she would be praised for her accomplishments, she would always try to shift the attention to some stupid, clumsy thing I'd done, but I didn't want it. She never needed my help to get noticed, so why did I need hers? 
resented her for it. Then she went away to school. She got a full ride to the University of Edinburgh at age 14, and for the first time in my life, it was just me and my parents, and I hated it. It was somehow worse than when Lorelai had been there. So, even though I was barely 10 years old, I promised myself that I would get as far away from there as possible as soon as possible. And I did. I went to school in the States and put an entire ocean between myself and that house and then some. Which was amazing because that's how I ended up meeting my best friend. And the prodigal Henry returns! Okay, first of all, I'm only a few minutes late. And second, technically not returning since we've never lunched here. Yeah, it's cute, right? I've been wanting to try this place for a while now. I'm honestly shocked you suggested a pub. What, are you homesick? That's for me to know, and you to not know. You want anything? Some of this delightful pitcher of beer, perhaps? Sure, I'll have a beer at 11.38 a.m. We're a few weeks into this semester. You could stand to loosen up a little. You know, Charlie, sometimes I forget you're still an undergrad, and then you say something like that, and I suddenly age about ten more years. I'm almost a senior now, thank you very much. Besides, it's not my fault that you don't have other friends, Mr. PhD Candidate. Please, I have plenty of friends. And that's why you're having a beer in an empty pub at 11.38 a.m. <laughs> ah, you're such a pain in the ass. I'll drink to that. So, I know I was kind of joking around earlier, but... You know it's okay if you are homesick, right? I guess. It's just... It's a little weird to miss something that I know for a fact I'd hate if I were actually there right now. Missing the idea of it and not the reality. How long has it been? Over three years, but I don't want to go back if I can help it. Though, honestly, I have been toying with the idea of asking my sister to visit. Whoa, really? That sister? I only have the one sister. And don't sound so surprised, now I feel weird about it. No, it's good, it's just... I mean, from everything you've said before... I just figure, we're both adults now, maybe we can start over, or something. Whatever, it's dumb. Let's talk about something else. I could bore you with some of my dissertation research. Yes, please. Bore away. But it wasn't boring at all. Henry was researching alternative energy sources, but at this stage, a lot of it was purely theoretical. Over the course of the conversation, I mentioned that I was interested in finding other practical applications for artificial intelligence, and as we kept talking and as we kept spinning ideas, we essentially laid out the foundations for what would eventually become the grid. Hey, this might be a crazy idea, but what if we work together on this? You mean I help you with your research? Is that even allowed? No, no. I mean combine our ideas and actually work on a prototype. I really think we might have something here. Like a collaboration? Exactly. Equal partnership. I've never done anything like that before. Well, I mean, what do we have to lose? (laughs) 
<laughs> All right, sure. Why the hell not? A toast, then. To make it official. To <laughs> whatever we have to lose. Janet, you brought the radio to drown us out, right? Mm, yeah, but there's only one CD. Uh, can we get this over with? Those stupid robots are going to electrocute us for congregating or something. Right then, let's have it. So the Supermax is entirely run by an AI system. The only things that aren't metal or plastic in this whole building are us. We ingest so many microplastics, though. It's true. I watched a documentary. The robot guards are controlled by the same AI that runs the whole prison. But Lorelai doesn't set off any of the AI's sensors because she doesn't have any powers. She's a blind spot. Now, sneaking around's one thing, but escaping, that's a whole other issue. They say that I don't have powers, but they still see me. If I waltz out of here, I set everything off 99% of the time. 99%. What about the other 1%? There's a food delivery once a week. Later today, two guys will drive up here in a truck to unload. But I already tried to exploit that loophole. It didn't go well. Because you tried getting out using the truck. There are security sensors in every direction for a while. The second it senses you, you're dead. Well, not me. I'd be fine. Hope lives on. Right. Uh, the important bit is that in order for the drivers to get through, the security system has to be lowered from code orange, which is bad, to code yellow, which is a wee bit easier to work with. So you have this one packet of time when the security systems are slightly lowered. Aye, lassie. What, one teeny tiny window where a non-powered person like me could go in or out. Okay, but what about the rest of us? You lot can't leave until I make it so the robots don't target you anymore. You know, you can't just pay them to like you, right? I don't need them to like me. I can hack them. The whole thing still runs on the grid, and that means that somewhere close by there's a grid access tunnel sure as I'm standing here now. Okay, somehow you get past the lowered security systems, and somehow you find a grid access tunnel. Then what? I find a control console and reprogram the AI. You lot slip out and meet me inside the access tunnel, and we row back to Spain like there's no manana. And by that, I think she means walk back to McKinney City. See, Sunshine gets it. Oh, you're not calling me that. Oh, but see, now I definitely am. But we'd have to get far enough that the sensors wouldn't pick us up before the security system turns back to orange, or we'd instantly trigger it and be busted no matter what. Aye, that's the tricky bit. How long does deliveries usually take? Ten minutes, maybe? So we'd have to go a mile underground in ten minutes? Not exactly built for speed. I guess that's not so bad. Less. I've got to get into the console and change the systems, and how long that takes depends on how fast I can hack, and I won't know how complicated the systems are until I'm looking right at them. Okay, so an unconfirmed amount of time, less than ten minutes, to hack into the security systems, get underground, make it a mile away before the shock collars go off and electrocute us again until we're all begging them to just lock us up again. Basically. Great. So when are we doing this? Truck arrives in about an hour. Oof, that hurts. That hurts just hearing that. We're going to need a distraction to kick everything off. Any volunteers? Well, one of us used to be a professional children's entertainer. That's basically a rodeo clown. I have a better idea. How do we feel about scene work? Well, then what happened? I've been going for ten minutes now, and you haven't given me anything. So I'm just going to sit right here and wait until you start holding up your end of the bargain. I like you, Charlie. You've got spirit. You're unpredictable. Which is probably why you haven't figured out what Billy's been up to. He is very predictable, after all. Almost boringly so. You see, a man like William Adina only wants one thing. Power. So what? He has it. 
Sure, but he's sharing it. And men like him aren't content with sharing power. They want it all. They see collaboration as merely a a tool, a necessary evil to get what they ultimately desire. More power. More control. Little Billy needed you so he could get to your sister's company. But now that he has it, he doesn't need you anymore. Uh, Don't take it too personally, though. You said yourself that he intends on throwing me under the proverbial bus as soon as he can. And I'm sure he has something up his sleeve to get rid of our mutual benefactor when all said and done. But he hasn't mentioned any of that to me, of course. After all, little Billy doesn't like to share. So he's planning on getting both me and David out of the picture so he can run the company on his own. But how? It's not like he can use you to will me out of existence if I can just negate your abilities. And even if that was the plan, it would be stupid of you to be having this conversation with me. So where exactly do you fit in? Where indeed. Perhaps only time will tell. Or you could tell me because I'm asking. And I believe that I was asking for the rest of your story. All right, fine. Where was I? You and Henry had just invented the grid. Right, yes. Well, after a few years and a lot of trial and error, we had a small-scale prototype. But before we showed it to any investors, I wanted to get a third opinion. Well, what do you think? Oh, Charlotte. This is... This is gorgeous. It's bloody brilliant. You mean, you really like it? What? Yes. Yes, of course I do. Don't be daft. Incredible work, the pair of you. And, uh, uh, Mr. Moore, was it? Just Henry is fine. Well, just Henry, Charlotte. Consider yourselves funded. Sorry, what? The project, the, the clean energy centralised hub, or whatever it was you lot called it. Some, it definitely needs a better name, though, I think. Something simple, something snappy. <laughs> You want to fund the hub? The hub? No, 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 that's not quite right. Good start, though. We'll figure that out. And, and no, good lord, not me personally. I, I want Swift Industries to fund you, of course. I don't yes, think that's absolutely. a good idea. Well, I'll just step outside and let you sort it out, shall I? What the hell was that? I was going to ask you the same thing. We impressed her. Do you you know how difficult that is? And she wants to work with me, with us. She has the money, the tech, the resources. This could be it. This could be our big break. I was under the impression that we were asking your sister for her opinion, not actually pitching the idea. I didn't expect her to actually like it. I, I thought she would give us a few notes and then that would be it. Come on, Henry, remember? What have we got to lose? Our autonomy, for starters... We get swallowed up by a big tech company like that, who knows what'll happen to our plans. There was always a risk of that, no matter which company or investor we ended up with, you know that. At least this way, we'll have more control. And you're sure about that? You trust her? Well, I don't distrust her. I mean, we've been talking more, and she actually came to visit, didn't she? (sighs) I'm just trying to look out for you, Charlie. I know that, and I appreciate it, but... I can look out for myself. I'm actually really good at it. 
Henry, I want to do this, but I want you to be on board with it, too. All right, if you're sure. Yes, thank you! Oh, this is going to be amazing. You are the best big brother I never had, you know that? (laughs) Well, flattery will get you everywhere. (laughs) Don't I know it. Oh, hang on. Lorelai just texted me. Oh, ew. That doesn't sound promising. Well, apparently, she thinks you're cute. She does what now? Knock, knock. What have you decided? We're going to accept your offer. Brilliant! You won't regret it, I promise. Now, I'll have a contract drawn up for us to all sign tomorrow, but for now, I have the perfect way to celebrate. Have you two been to Fun Town yet? I saw a flyer while I was standing around outside. That's at least four hours away from here. But only 20 minutes in my private jet! Come on! What do you say we get absolutely sloshed together and go ride the zipper? That sounds like the single worst idea I've ever heard. And there's a plenty more where that came from, just Henry. I assure you. (laughs) I'm up for a drink, but you couldn't pay me to get on that ride. I think Henry might be up for it, though. Hey! Lovely. Shall we? Pulled up. You ready, Madison? Oh, believe me. I've been ready for this a long time. Cosmo? See you on the other side, team. Right. That's it, Madison. We are in a fight. Oh, you did not just push me. Ow! You said no punching. Come on, show me how you really feel. Oh, I'll show you something. I, too, have grown restless and resentful. Thus driving me to malice. Everybody riot! Inmates, please step away and end your physical conflict immediately. Good work, Clams. Well, Cosmo, not so much. Alright, Lorelei, it's showtime. You ever wonder who's eating all this food we keep dropping off, Hank? Honestly, Matt, it's all I think about. Come on, come on, come on, tunnel entrance. Yes! Okay, so this is where the control room should be. That'll be the AI console. Come on, Lorelei, old girl, you've got this. I wish Charlotte was here. Always the better hacker. So I take it it doesn't end well. All in good time, Nathan. For now, I want more information about the plan. Oh, good! You're learning the game. <laughs> Not like it's difficult. I just have to pretend to be a smug asshole while delivering vague, unhelpful lines. Very well. Allow me to be a little more helpful. As I said before, Dr. Medina wants power. Only these days, power means a lot more than it used to. And as it turns out, little Billy has both kinds. Though he's been very much in the dark about the other, that is, until very recently. He finally found his ability. Indeed he has. And though your control is very good, it didn't always used to be. You've been smothering him, you see. Your very presence holding him back from his true potential. You are his weakness, Charlie. 
And now that he's realized that, now that he has a goal in mind and the tools which to achieve it, he's keeping you at arm's length. The very thing you've been doing to others most of your life. How poetic. I didn't come to you for a poetry lesson, Nathan. What's his power? I think that if you continue with the rest of your story, you'll find you did, in fact, come to me for that very reason. Oh, fine. If I just tell you the rest, will you finally give me some answers? I will. I am very literally a man of my word, after all. Well, Nathan, you were right. Adding Lorelai to the equation didn't end well. But in the beginning, everything was... perfect. For the first time in my life, I felt like I actually had a purpose. Like I wasn't just aimlessly wandering out of spite and constantly searching for something better. With my best friend and my sister and even William for a while, when he was still business partners with her, I finally felt like I had a family. Like I belonged somewhere. Even when Henry and Lorelai started dating, I never felt like a third wheel. Why would I? The two people I cared about most in the world were together and happy, and it was wonderful. Eventually things got serious, and instead of finishing his doctorate studies, Henry decided to move to McKinney City with us, and Lorelai and I both protested, but he said he wanted to be where the action was and fully support Lorelai with her career. It was sweet, really, how head over heels he was. He even took our last name when they got married. It's funny, you know, I always used to joke about how he was my big brother, and then suddenly he was. And then, just as suddenly, he was gone. Hello, hello! Now recording personal lab audio log number 252306. Origin particle experiment overseen by yours truly, Lorelai Swift, assisted by Henry and Charlotte. Team Swift, baby! <laughs> I'm nervous. Are you nervous? Not at all. I actually have a really good feeling about this one. You always say that. Because it's always true. She's amazing. It's funny how you still get all soft and goo-goo-eyed about her. But I just can't shake this feeling ever since Billy left. Are you lot ready to go? Yes, sorry. All set, Lore. Knock him dead. After she and Billy parted ways, Lorelai focused entirely on recreating his origin particles. The only reason Henry and I were also in the lab that day was because Swift Industries had recently switched over to being powered on our prototype, and she wanted us there to keep an eye on it. All right. Initiating now. You can do it, old girl. That's it. Power levels are looking good. Spoke too soon. Charlotte, what's happening down there? The internal AI monitoring has been disabled somehow. I don't think it can handle the strain. We need to shut everything down. No, I... Please, just give me 30 more seconds at full power. Crank it back up using the manual bypass. I'll go see if I can fix the problem. But I'm better with the AI. Just do it! I shouldn't have listened. I should have just... turned it off. Please work. Please work. Okay, let's see. Wait, what the hell? What's going on? 
The explosion was small. It could have been much worse. At least that's what I kept telling myself. I think that belief was the only thing keeping me together at the time. Lorelai completely fell apart, though. She could barely function. I'd never seen her like that before or since. Not that I would see her much after it was all said and done. There. That should do it. Thank you. Of course. It, it's just a bit of tidying up. Not just that. For planning. For taking care of everything. For being here. You're welcome. I'm having a beer. You want one? Sure. Did you want me to stay the night again? No, no, it's... I'll be fine. I, th- I think I've just... I'm just going to get back in the lab tomorrow. What? Really? I, I, I think it'll be good. Some kind of normalcy. I think you'd... Well, never mind. What are you going to work on? What else? <laughs> you, you can't be serious. What do you mean? What, what do I... <laughs> Lorelai, are you insane? I need to do this, Charlotte. No, no. You need to drop it. Find something else to work on. You're good at that. I can't just let it be in vain. I won't. It's dangerous. We just buried your husband, for God's sake. Am I going to have to plan your funeral, too? You know what? No, I hate this. You tell me all the time you care about what I think. Charlotte. But when I'm trying to tell you something, you don't listen. You never listen. That's not true. (laughs) You're doing it right now. You only care about what I have to say if I'm agreeing with you, adding to your stupid chorus of yes men. Otherwise, you have your head so far up your own ass. I do listen to you. If you actually listened to me, Henry would still be alive. You think I don't know that? And yet... You're going to walk in there tomorrow and go right back to where you left off, knowing full well that if something goes wrong again, you could kill everyone in that building. That's not science, Lorelai. That's not progress. That's murder. (laughs) You know what? Billy was right. You don't deserve that company. You didn't deserve my best friend, either. Get out of my house. Gladly. that was the last time I saw her. Up until a few months ago. Grief brings out the worst in people. Well, there you have it. My tragic backstory. Now I want answers. What is William's ability? Power amplification. Your perfect opposite. Of course, that means he has to rely on others for his ability to have any relevance. He is forced to collaborate. You're right, that is kind of poetic. But what about his plan? Well, what else do you do when you're stuck in a group project but hate teamwork? You put yourself in charge. 
for that to even be feasible, he'd have to... Be in control of as many super-powered people as he can get his hands on. That's where David's nostalgia project comes in. <laughs> That's seriously the plan? That stupid thing doesn't even work. Well, it certainly does now. One of the benefits of having someone rummage through old Swift industry tech, I imagine. Ah. Well... I'm just happy to have contributed in some small way. So that's it. That's all you know? That's all I know about the plan, yes. What else aren't you telling me? (laughs) Well, we know that little Billy doesn't like to collaborate, but he will if he must. If it helps with his obsession with power. After he and your sister went their separate ways, he needed the other half of their creation because... He knew that it was the one-way ticket to the real power that he craved. Yes, the catalyst. I knew that already. But he was never going to get it from Lorelai, was he? No. No, no, no. Of course not. She knew what he wanted to use it for and didn't approve. And they're both too similar. Driven, spiteful, stubborn. She would do anything and everything in her considerable power to stop him, and he knew that. So... The only way to get what he wanted was to take the power away from her. To get control of Swift Industries. But that would never happen because it had nothing to do with him. She'd started it without him well before their partnership ever begun. And in his naivety, he signed away all claims to it. However, there was a loophole. A person he could collaborate with that would have a claim... All because she shares her name. Me. The only problem then was convincing you to work with him in the first place. What would make dear Charlie, so hungry for her sister's love, want to leave paradise? What would drive a wedge between them? Lorelai would have to be responsible for something that was unthinkable. Unforgivable. You have to admit, it was a good plan. Big risk, but a bigger reward. He got his new partner, plus revenge against Lorelai. Two birds, one Henry. And like you said, it could have been worse. I've been working with his murderer this whole time, giving him everything he wanted... God. I have to do something. I I have to stop him. If you knew all of this, what he was, what he's done, why are you working with him? My hands are tied. You said to yourself, remember? If I wasn't, I'd have been thrown in that supermax a long time ago. further disciplinary action. Did you bite me? Yeah, sorry. No, no, it was great. You went off script and followed an impulse, and oh, the best work comes from honest, spontaneous emotion. Well, it was kind of cool getting to act with the Janet Stokely. Yeah, I was a pretty good actress back when people could remember me. How are we going to know when it's time to make a run for it? Well, I just said it wouldn't be subtle. Downloading updates. 
New data has been uploaded. The floor is now lava. The floor has become lava. Our bodies are melting. Tonight will be an awfully big adventure. Overachievers transform and roll out. What if it's like a secret academy for kids? <laughs> but they're like assassins! Ha! <laughs> Probably not. Ooh, but can we write that? Crap! Those guys are still here. I can see the tunnel. They're almost in the truck. Go, go, go! I haven't run like this in weeks. I think I'm gonna die, maybe. Where's Lorelei? Mom's over here. I found an electric cart. Can you get it started? That's what I've been trying to figure out. It seems to have at least half battery left. Did you hold on the brake when you tried to start it? No, it, is that how you start a car now? Electric ones? You're a super genius. Boy, I managed to get us this far, didn't I? Everybody get in. once we actually pulled something off. Oh, come on. What in the... Tamara. What is going on? There... there's been an attempted breakout at the Supermax. Great. Perfect. Thank you. Y you're welcome? Oh, I am so fired. Bot's incoming! And we're losing power! Oh, I'm so sorry, everyone. If I don't even a wee bit faster. This is it. We might actually die. Madison, I'm very attracted to you. Like, non-platonically. I know. You said I had good bone structure. Oh, you remembered. I remember every compliment. Lorelai, you can still get away. We'll give you as much time as we can. Don't be daft, big man. I said at the start we were in this together. I won't go back on that now. You were all pure dead body. you ever wish you could just show yourself 10 years ago a no-context photo of what's happening right now? I mostly just cherish the time I didn't have to listen to you talk. Me talking on a big screen safe in my lair, remotely controlling the robots you managed to hack? You trapped and surrounded by my flying drones about to kill you? It's a bit more of Sega Genesis than I pictured things going back in the lab, but it'll do. Well, you know how it goes. You make plans, people stab you in the back, then you die. I always thought you'd go down on a flight to some exotic locale, you know, Amelia Earhart style. Actually, that was a plan I had for a while. But anyway, this is good. This was good. Weaknesses were highlighted. Improvements will be made accordingly. 
too bad none of you will be alive to see them. Wait, what? Oh, did you think you'd just go back to your cell? <laughs> the system's at code red now, which means total lockdown. You couldn't get back inside if you tried. It also means that all inmates found out of bounds are terminated. Ready? Here we go. Three, two. No, 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 no. What's happening? What is happening? What is happening? What just happened? Guys, look, someone's coming. Charlotte? Hey, sis. Get in. We need to talk. And this brings us to year five, where we really start to see the work we put into phase three paying off. Mindy, wake up. What? What's happening? We're going over the five-year plan. If I'm still working here in five years, my only plan is to have Simon pour a bag full of live jellyfish into my tub while I'm taking a bath. I'll set a timer. Thanks, pal. It's not about where we'll be in five years, Mindy. It's about how we'll get there. It's a journey, and we're all on it together. We gotta know where we're going so we can be where we've been. Did she get a bit lost on that last platitude, hon? I've been talking for so long. My brain feels like refried mush. This is worse than when I DM. All of our brains are fried, Gwen. You did this! You! And your quest for efficiency and quality service! It makes me sick! Okay, everyone, be honest. Was that meant to punish me? A hazing ritual of some sort? Uh, Please tell me that wasn't for nothing. Why don't we go ahead and call it, you guys? But I'm not done! Oh, for God's sake. At five years, our online store will cease to be a supplementation of our income and become the main source of it, as a brick-and-mortar operation transitions into more of a community-building opportunity that creates loyalty and reinforces our brand. Am I close? Am I in the ballpark? Yes, that's exactly right. Yeah, I once ran a very successful business. You were there. I was your boss. Can we go home now? I need to watch something awful on Netflix just to feel something. I saw a trailer for a movie where David Spade plays a Civil War ghost. You want to watch it at our place? With all my heart, Elliot. We still have our 10, 15, and 20-year plans to go over. Did we just lose power? I don't think so. Maybe the computer died? It couldn't live with the pain it had caused. Well, look at these troublemakers. Victor? Victor! Whoa, whoa. Hey, guys. Nice to be back. Hi, Victor. I'm Gretchen. Gretchen? Elliot's dead girlfriend? Fiancé now, actually. Also not dead. Oh. Mazel tov. I don't mean to be rude, but do I know this computerly gentleman? I've never been good with names, especially when there's no face to go with them. Uh, I once merged with the grid and attacked the city while calling myself the Nexus. Oh, that was you? Huh. Well, small world. Hey, what's Max Carmichael doing here? Kind of a long story. Ah, but a powerful one. Full of excitement and heartbreak and complete redemption. Hello, Victor. Max is on our side now. Whoa, what the hell is that? Uh, that's Simon. You still uploading, big guy? That's not Simon, that's a f***ing robot. Mindy, you told me to set a memo. Don't tell anyone that I'm actually an android. Oh, you've gotta be freaking kidding me. Mindy, what's going on? 
I, uh, we're gonna need some more donuts. Geek by Night is executive produced by Scott Corelli, Nick Jimenez, and Cassandra Fredrickson. Co-executive produced by Chelsea Kern and Ray Russo. Associate produced by Matt Bennett. Starring Rachel Gatlin as Charlotte Swift. Naomi Wong as Lorelai Swift. Brian Brown as Nathan Gershwin. Natalie Van Sistine as Madison Powers. Paul Mackey as Cosmo Peters. Kristen Miller as Janet Stokely. And Nicholas Andrew Louie as Henry Swift. Also starring Matt Mazel as Elliot Markowitz. Ray Russo as Gwen Allen. Chris O'Connor as Jeff Gibson. Andrew Ball as Simon Holt. Morgan Spencer as Mindy Gibson. Chelsea Kern as Gretchen West. Jay Malone as Victor Conrad. Scott Tofty as Max Carmichael. Nick Jimenez as William Medina. And Zach Luna as Joel Vickers. Additional voice work by Alisa Petrie. C.W. C.W. Brown. Michael Delarosa Jr. And Caleb Abbott. Casting by Chelsea Kern. The Blind Spot, written by Cassandra Fredrickson, Scott Corelli, and Nick Jimenez. Directed by Cassandra Fredrickson. Edited by Scott Corelli. Geek by Night theme by Zach Gibson. Original score and final mix by Scott Tofty. Credits read by Brian Brown. Geek by Night, created by Scott Corelli. All characters in this work are entirely fictitious. Any resemblance to real persons, living or dead, is purely coincidental. Copyright 2020, Dueling Genre Productions. Thanks for listening.